Yes, yes, yes. Hello and welcome to the late kickoff with me, Jack Gifford and Ali Gray. Ali, mate, you are all right? Yeah, I'm doing good, mate. How are you? Yes, all good, mate. We've got a very special guest this week. Who is it? We do indeed. Uh, some say that Eric Dyer is still trying to catch him. It's uh, <laughs> the one only Miles Western, Jack. Miles Western. Miles, how are we? Yeah, I'm very good, very good. Thanks for having me. That's all right. No worries at all. So, Miles, I'm not sure if you've listened to our podcast before, um, but the first question we ask our guests is, when did you fall in love with football? Um, I'd say when I was a kid. Um, I remember my first um, Sunday league team was um, Lucian Youth. I started at seven. Um, and I think that's when um, yeah, I fell in love straight away. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to us about your upbringing as well, because you were at Arsenal for a bit, weren't you? Yes, so um, I was at Lucian Youth um, playing Sunday League. Um, one of my dad's friends was a scout for Arsenal. Um, he came to, I had a school cup final. Um, I was year seven and he came to see me in the cup final um, and I ended up scoring five in the cup final. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he said, yeah, like, um, I can come down to, to Arsenal. Um, so, yeah, I went down to Arsenal um, from then, from a school cup final. Brilliant. What were the uh, standards like there? Was it, like, top quality from very, very early on? There? Yeah, um, it was. It was. Um, I loved it because um, at the time they was training in the, uh, I don't know if you remember this, the JVC, um, it was in Highbury. Yeah. Had like a... A four G in in Highbury. That's where we used to train. Yeah. So um, yeah, I used to used to go to Highbury and train in Highbury. So it was it was good. It was really good. Yeah. Were there any kids that you played with at that age that have gone on to do like good things and going to be like the next best thing? Um. That you remember? I'm trying to think who from them. There was people that's played. Uh, Ryan Hall. Do you remember? Ryan Hall, yeah, the Oxford was, and yeah, Oxford guy, yeah. Yeah. yeah, good player. Um, he was Ryan Hall was there. Um, who else was uh, there was a guy called Dominic Shimmins, he 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 played for a couple teams, yeah, at Arsenal. Who else was there? Oh, Sh- um, Shabazz, um, he, he played um, for QPR and Dagenham and Redbridge mm-hmm. as well. Um, um, is there was there anyone else at that time that made it to? No, I think um it was more when I went to um went, went as a, a scholar yeah to Charlton as a scholar playing against Arsenal there. Then I obviously made knew some of the boys that was there from when I was there, but then made friends with some of them as well. Yeah, what um, were the reasons for going? To... Sorry, Ali, I, I was going to say what are the reasons for you going to Charlton? No, you're only there for Arsenal for a year. Uh, why did you uh, switch to Charlton so early on? Um, it was, a. Uh, so basically I'll tell you what happened. So basically I was at Arsenal for a year. They offered me a year. Um, and it was quite difficult for my dad to, um, take me to, um, North London after work. Like it was, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a, a, a stress on us. Um, and basically what happened is they offered me a year. And the scout that took me to Arsenal, he went to Charlton and um, basically told Charlton that I've got a player that's basically going to sign at Arsenal. Would you be interested in signing him? And um, they offered me four years. So at mm. 12, Charlton offered me four years and Arsenal offered me one year. So me and my dad came together and basically um, decided it was the best because we're from South- I'm from South London. So going to Charlton wasn't, that bad but going to Arsenal after like after work in rush hour was 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 killing um not only me but my dad more more importantly because he had to leave work early to get there and Charlton was just basically up the road from us so it was basically there was a couple um things involved in in that decision that's mad so did you know like quite early on that you were going to be you know a footballer was that all you wanted to do when like when growing up um yeah, growing up, that's that's all I wanted to do. But I didn't know if I would be a footballer. Um, I knew from young it was it was hard to become a footballer. Um, but I, I in me, I, I knew I had what it took to become a footballer. Um, I feel like I, I had a, a good upbringing. Um, my attitude, I think, from young has been um, 
good. I've always had like a fighting attitude, a fighting spirit. So um, yeah, that, I, I knew I had it what it took, took to become a footballer. I didn't know I would. Yeah, yeah. So when you got that pro deal at Charlton, then like, do you remember that that feeling when you got offered that? It must have been like amazing to, to yeah. Get that. So even with that, so I was they gave me a four year deal, but after two years. They offered me a two-year, a two-year scholar, one-year pro. So like at 14, 15, I had a pro. So I had it early. Yeah, I had it early. But I didn't, I didn't, um, it didn't activate until after my scholarship. So I had a pro from early. Yeah. That is mad. When did you start training with the first team? From like 16? So like, yeah, like I'd say um you get integrated. I wasn't fully in the first team. I was training here and there because yeah. when you're you're at school and that it's when you become a scholar when you're in every day that's when you can kind of be around the first team all the time but before that I was at school so I couldn't do that yeah. but as soon as I started my scholar um, and back when I was playing there was reserves there wasn't like 23s or anything so it was reserves and first team so you would play in the reserves with the first team players so then you would have to train with them and like shape on a um, Friday before their game, you would play against them. You do shape against the first team. So you would, yeah, like it was good. Like I said, it was good. Um, it was a good, um, I think it's good because as I said, like it, it prepares you for when you actually yeah. become um, pro in the first, uh, a, a yeah. pro, a top pro. Yeah. Yeah. You, they were in the Prem at the time, weren't they, Charlton? Probably that age. Yeah, they were in the Prem at the time. Um, so it was like even better because um, the, the the way that um, the setup was it was it was really good. I, I feel like Charlton um, back then was one of the top teams. I feel like now they still have a good academy and they still yeah. have a good team. But when they was in the Prem, um, they had a lot. Of, the stadium just got done. Um, so yeah, they, they, it was a good team. Charlton was was a was a great team. It was a great experience. I loved it. You remember they had like uh, was it Lisby up front? And all then they were they were ballers like Lizzie, yeah Jason Yule Jason Yule um, yeah who else was there they had Jerome that is it um, the Icelandic defender is it Haridison or something I can't remember his yeah. name yeah um, Hendrik Hendrik Haridison uh, uh, Darren Bent was there Chris Powell yeah. um, they had some good Luke players Young. Matt Holland as well yeah they had good players Matt yeah. Holland Matt Holland yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. some ballers had, um, Paul Kanchewski was there as well yeah they were a top yeah, team like, so like the thing is it was for me it was, it was amazing because like you're around these people not oh, like you could you as I think when you're young you have to learn from these um, the pros you have to learn and and the more you learn the better the quicker you, the transition will be for for yourself like and not only learn about um playing like learn life skills from them like because you're around these people every day it's like your family you see, sometimes you, you like you see some of these people more than you see your family so they're like your family do you get what I mean yeah 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah so when you went on loan to Notts County was the plan to always go on loan to get you know game time get used to men's football week in week out so I'll tell you a little story what happened so basically what happened was um, my, so when I started pro, Ian Dowie was the manager um, mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. And um, I started really well. I was like, I was thinking, how am I going to get in this first team? What have I got to do to get in this first team? That's that's what I was thinking. Um, obviously, I knew it wouldn't be easy because um, the team was doing well. They had great players. Um, and in my head, I just thought, I've got to just be fit. I've got to win like in preseason, preseason, be up there with, be the fittest like in training like prove that I can play with them and I started really well um in the training with the first team um pre-season I was one of the fittest there um but then I broke my fifth metatarsal and I was like oh my god this is just a setback but I felt I still felt confident I felt like when I come back my attitude was when I get fit I'm gonna um get back into the well get as close to the team as I can but then Jerome Thomas broke his fifth metatarsal as well. So, like, we're both left-wingers. Um, I was around him a lot, obviously, when I was injured. So, learning off him also in that respect. And um, basically, when I got fit, 
I basically picked up from where I left off. I, I was doing really well. And Ian Dowie said to me, um, you're travelling with the first team. I'll never forget this. Um, they was like, yeah, you're going to travel with the first team. And I was like, uh, okay. It was like, meet me at Stansted at 7pm. At that time, I didn't I, I didn't know that the first team flew to games and stuff. So like, there was like, meet at Stansted. So I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know so I, I spoke to like one of the older pros um, Ose Sankofa I don't know if you know Ose Sankofa yeah he was like basically like three years older than me but he was in the first team and um, spoke to him and he was like yeah you can come with me Westy so when um, travel with the first team to that game it was Wigan away they was playing I didn't wasn't on the bench, but I was in the stand. But it was a great experience for me. Like I'll never forget that. And then after that game, Ian Dowie got sacked. So I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. The guy that's made me travel with the first yeah. one just got sacked. So, and then Alan Pardew basically took over. And then when Alan Pardew took over, because Charlton was quite low down, he just basically scrapped all the youngsters and said, no, I'm just going with the first team. So from that point on, I wasn't around the first team. That must have been really like disheartening, you know, for you. Um, yeah, like basically that it just showed me that's how quick football can change. Like mm. one minute you're around the first team, the next minute you're not. Like, do you get what I mean? So it was quite it wasn't it was it was a little bit disheartening. Um, and then obviously my manager, my reserve manager said, You might as well go on load miles, you've got a year here. Um you, people need to see you play because at the end of the season you might not get another deal so just go on loan and basically that's how um, I ended up going on loan because as um, Ian Dowie got sacked Alan Pardew came in and basically he was just focusing on staying up yeah. So, yeah yeah I remember I'll send um, Ali this before we uh, came on I don't know if you remember playing when you were on loan at Notts County you played against Wickham in the last game of the season and Wickham got promoted. Do you remember it? Probably don't, dear. Wickham got I promoted. I think I do, you know. I think I do. I think I do. I think I do remember that. I'm not just saying yeah, this, Miles, yeah, but I, I remember... First, I think that was my first year, I'm not Yeah, I'm not just saying this, but I remember, like, thinking, he's a baller, like, back in the day. I remember you. And there was a midfielder as well. Was it Strachan? Was it Gordon Strachan's son, I think? Was yes, playing as well. yes, yes. And I thought, yeah, yeah was, he, yes, he's yes. all right. So, ever since then, I've yeah, sort of, yeah, like, I looked out for your games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. Was it all right in Notts County though on loan? Did you enjoy it? Um, to be honest, the first so basically, I was young. I was still um, I was. I think I just turned nineteen when I went there on loan, and um, I went with another player from Charlton called James Walker. Um, so it was good because I was with someone that's been on loan before. I wasn't really by myself, so we was in a hotel and that in um Nottingham, but James has been on loan, so they they kept on playing him. Me, I didn't, um, I would, that was my first loan, so I wasn't coming on at all. So, for the first four games, I didn't, well, first three games, I didn't play no minutes at all. And then the last game, they brought me on with half an hour to go and I'd done really well. So then after that, because I was going to cancel the loan after a month because I was thinking, I'm not going to be here and not play. But mm. after the fourth game, they brought me on and I'd done really well. And then from then on, they played me all the games so yeah I was quite um, it was quite it was good yeah. it was good yeah and then you went back didn't you to Charlton and then you got released but was that really a surprise to you after Alan Pardew came in no as I said like um, yeah. it was people don't realise like people deal with um, adversity differently um, and I think when you're young and um you've just had a year pro and, and, and just getting used to like being around first team and stuff. You can take it two different ways. I think some people take it really hard because they don't, some people never get back into football after they get released. Do you mm. get what I mean? So I always say this, even to the people at my team now, like if you, if you become, if you play a professional game, um, it's an achievement. Like it's an achievement because there's so many kids that want to become footballers that don't even go nowhere near that. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So, um, when I got released, it was disheartening, but Notts County already told me um, when I was there that they want to offer me a deal at the end of the season anyway. So, I knew that I had that yeah. before I got released. 
so I was quite lucky. I quite I was quite lucky to know that there was a team that wanted me um, before I had I had got released. Yeah, was there any any other so, clubs that were in fear? Was it just Notts County? There was other interest. I remember me and my dad driving up to Nottingham, and then on the way up, my agent phoned me and said Yeovil was interested in me, but I was on the way up to sign the contract. So your heart was I said, set. I'm not gonna take that. Yeah, I didn't want to take and and it's when someone really wants you, I think it's 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 good to go with that that um that yeah. team. I did I wasn't really sure about Yeovil, but Notts yeah. County, they really wanted me. So um yeah, yeah I said no I'm gonna take um I'm gonna go there. In that for in that like season when you were like there, um when you were when you signed permanently, you like played was it forty eight games and got played the season. So you you must have done like so well that year. Do you remember much about it? Um, oh, I'll take you through the first year. I'll take you through the first year, and then I'll take you through the second year. So the first year wasn't wasn't good at all. The first year, um, I was injured for the majority of the year, so um, I think I only played twenty five games that first year. Mm. I kept on pulling my hamstrings. I didn't really have the physio wasn't the greatest there. Um, he kept on saying that I've got fatigue in my hamstrings. I was coming back way too early. Kept on pulling my hamstrings. So, if I'm honest, uh, um. That year was very tough because um, leaving London where all my family was and um, being up in Nottingham by myself um, was pretty tough on me. I, I was pretty depressed, if I'm honest, because I was thinking, I'm, I'm I'm at this club, I can't play football, I'm by myself, I'm 19. It was um, pretty tough, but as I said, I had good people around me. My dad came up to um, help me. I had friends that came and stayed with me. Um yeah, so, and the team, to be fair, the team helped me um, get through that period. But then the next season, as I said, this is the, the way that I feel, like the way that I think, sorry, I, I think obviously that season I was thinking, okay, I, had, I've had, I haven't had a good season this season, so what am I going to do in this next season to put things right? Um, whether that's stay, ex- do extras, look after my body, eat right, whatever it was. And I ended up playing 46 games that's that following season. I played every game that, that following season and missed, I think, one week of training. I missed one week of training, but played every other game. And um, yeah, like um that was that was a great season. That great season. I, I really enjoyed the, the second year. Um they 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 wanted me to stay there as well, but um I, I just wanted to come home. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, so you went to Brentford after that. So did you turn down a, a new deal? Yes. So um, obviously, I was um, when I went to Notts County. I was I was I was the youngest in the team. I was, I was nineteen at the time, and the money I was on it was it, it would I wouldn't say no money's bad money, but um, the money I was on I was the lowest paid in the team. So they they end up saying to me that they're going to double my money if I stayed there. Um, but Brentford said they'll double my money as well if I went to Brentford. And as I said, con- considering what happened the first year, even though I did love Nottingham, Nottingham was good the second year, I'd say. Um, I just wanted to come back to London. Um, obviously, I had family around me. And um, yeah, I just wanted to come back. So I chose Brentford over Nottingham. Yeah, wasn't that the summer when Notts County got... Um, taken over and was it Ericsson came in and they got Sol Campbell and yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, so, do you remember much about so, that? Yeah, that, that yeah so as I said when you're hearing things about takeovers and all that other stuff you um you have to make a decision because as I said they wanted me they wanted me to yeah, stay yeah. Um, and they, they they just the club's just come into a load of money so I probably could have stayed and been one of the um, vital people in the team but as I said I made the decision to come back to London because I just thought that was the right thing to do um, Looking back on it do you think it was the right decision I know the uh, Notts County chairman didn't think it was but uh, for you personally yeah, was it right uh, for you? If I'm honest I don't regret any move that I've made in football yeah. I feel like I've made the right, right decision every single time um, and I've been I've been blessed to have done that I'd say yeah Mm. Was was the goal when you went to Brentford? Was it to go up? Because they were in League One at the time, weren't they? Yeah, so they just got promoted from League Two, so they yeah. just won the league. They won the yeah. league in League Two and went up to League One. Um, I don't think the first season was promotion. I think the first season 
was um, playoffs, um, mm. which we didn't do. And I think the second season, we missed out by um, a couple points, I think, as well. Did you find it? I was going to say, did you find it um, quite easy to adjust to League One compared to League Two? Or was it quite quite tricky to, to jump up? No. So basically, when I first went to Brentford, um, Charlie McDonald was a striker, but yeah. he done his shoulder. Yeah, he done his shoulder. So when I signed, he um, Andy Scott was the manager at the time, and he said, um, "I'm going to play you up front." Um, I was up front with Ben Strevens. Um, me and yeah. Ben was up front together. Yeah, so... Um, and on my debut, I scored two. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was basically... We had Carlisle away. And, um, yeah, ended up scoring two on my debut. So, um, I think I hit the ground running. And that's right, um, that season, I ended up, end up scoring 10 goals in League One. So, I was thinking... Um, yeah, like this is this is it. This is what I've come here for. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm in London, and yeah. I'm playing, and I'm I'm playing well. So, um, my first season at Brentford, yeah, um, it was amazing. Yeah, talk to hey, us about the. Um... Sorry, Ali. Ali, Ali no, go on. Sorry. You, you, didn't you not score another brace against Carlisle as well? Like you scored two braces in that season against Carlisle. Yeah, well, I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> what I did, was I it did, I did. about the Cumbrians? Um... <laughs> Flames. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know. Um, it was just I don't know. Like as I said, I think when I was I was young and I was just I did I just played. I didn't think about much. Um, just wanted to play football, and and I was just thankful that I got picked. Like to start coming from like League Two and another club. Sometimes you you have to earn the manager's respect. Mm. Um, and as I said, like like I did. In Charlton, I was just thinking, I, I need, I want to start, so I need to this preseason. I have to have a good preseason and prove that why he's brought me here. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And and it's funny, I was um telling one of my friends at my team now that no, my friend he's got a hat trick on this Saturday, Josh Walker. Mm. I, I was saying to him that I had a chance to score a hat trick in that game as well. I was I was 1v1 with a keeper and I hit it wide. I was, I was like, oh, God. I could have got a hat trick on my debut. <laughs> that would have been a dream, mate. What a dream start. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So, yeah, I had a chance. I had a chance. Ah, and Sam Wood scored on that day as well. Oh, Woody, did, man. Was it from 40 yards or was it um Was it tapping? <laughs> oh, what the... Who, what? We talk about Woodsy's goal. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my goal. Um, you know Woodsy don't score no normal goals. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. All these goals are special. What a player, yeah. man. What a player. Um, how did you yeah. get on with your managers at Brentford? Because you had, obviously, um, Andy Scott to start off with, and then I think Nicky Forster came in, and then it was Uwe Rosler. What was your relationship like with all of them? Um, Andy Scott... As I said, he signed me, so um, I got on really well with Andy Scott. Um, yeah. he, like, I think what as a player, all you can ask from your manager is uh, is to be honest. I think that the, the, the honest managers are the best managers, and I think um, he was really honest with me, um, whether I started or I didn't start. Um, he was honest, and um, I got on really well with Andy Scott. I liked him a lot. Nicky Forster was, was a tricky one because... Um, I'm sure we travelled in together a couple of times. Like, we was in a car school. Not not all the time, but a couple of times we was, we was travelling in together. So, if when you go from that to a manager, it's, it's difficult because yeah. you have to respect him as a manager. Like, you can't really see him as as, um, as a player, as a mate no more. You've got to give yeah. him the respect that he, he needs. And, and to be honest, I think everyone did. But it's, it's a bit like, do you know, like, the jokes change... Like, yeah. you're not really around him no more. Yeah. Because obviously he's got a focus on the team and training and stuff like that. So, um, I think he done well as well when he filled in. I think he done really well. So, um, and then Juve Rosler, um, I really, I, I liked him. I liked him, even though I didn't play um, as much as I wanted to um, with him. But he was so honest, man. Like, um as I said, that's all you can ask from a manager, just to be honest with their players. And he was really honest with me. Um, 
I said, whether I started or whether I didn't start, I think I wanted to go on loan because I wasn't playing as much as I wanted mm. to. And he was just so honest with me. He's like, Wesley, like, I can't let you go on loan. Um, you're coming on every week for me. Um, I know I've got two, I think um, Sam Saunders at the time was starting mm. and Nama McGinn was starting. So they, there was the two wingers that were starting in front of me. And um, they were doing really well. Both of them were doing really well. But I just wanted to play and I wasn't playing as much. But he was just like, like, don't worry, you're going to get your chance. I can't let you go on loan because you come on every game and um, you're going to be big for me. So, yeah, like, I, I, like as a, as a player, like, I respected him highly for telling me that because it put my mind at rest. It just made me focus on when I did come on, I just done the best I could. And around the place, it makes you feel a bit more better and not like, oh, am I going to play because the manager's being honest with you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Were you yeah. were you quite I don't know what the right word is, but I'm gonna say impatient, even though that's that's not the right word. But were you one of them players that was always keen to play? Yeah. Like you, you weren't happy sitting on the bench. Yeah, like I I, I and no, I'm I I'd say I'm a realist. Like I, I don't if if you sometimes you drop in form, there's injuries, there's things that happen in football, so you can't just expect to play all the time. So like it just depended on if I felt like I deserved to play. So if I felt like I was I was doing good in training and I was coming on, getting assists, scoring goals, then I feel like, yeah, like, Is then I would, I would go and speak to the manager. Yeah, I was I was one of them that I had, like, I, I wasn't scared to speak to the manager. I, I like, because it doesn't have to be an argument, it's a conversation. And I feel like sometimes managers feel like when a player comes to speak to them, it's got to be an argument. It doesn't have to be an yeah. argument. It's just the conversation and just having some clarity um, on where the player stands because I feel like if if the manager um, does do that, you're going to get a better player even and get a better person around around the place as well. And they're not going to be sulking or um, upset. And I feel like you, Ray Russell, have done that really well. Like I, I After speaking to him, I was just... I was actually cool. I didn't not that I wanted to play, but because he was so mm. honest with me, I was I understood. Like I know a manager's job's not easy either. So yeah. do you get what I mean? So, so yeah. yeah, yeah. When like when watching Uwe Rosler do like interviews on TV when he was the Brent manager, I thought like he like when, like when he lost it, he like went proper mental. Did that ever happen? When he just like lost it? Yeah, like, he did. Obviously, he he has high standards. That like. like his standards was really high, so training had to be a certain way. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he wanted us to perform a certain way, and if we didn't, he let us know. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like you you should have high standards. You want the team to get promoted. He didn't go there for the team just to, um, be mediocre. Mm. Uh, he went there for promotion, and it shows is in his managers who who like look at the teams he's managed. Like he he's gone on to to be a great manager. Do you get what I mean? So yeah. you can see that his standard he he holds himself in high regards and he holds his team to that same standard. So I yeah. think that's good. Um when you left Brentford in 2012 you got you got released. Could you tell that was coming or was it a bit of a surprise? I didn't I didn't get released. I didn't get released. So basically ah. what happened um Basically, what happened is um, I, I was at Brentford for three years. I had another year on my deal. Um, Rosler came in. He knew that I wanted to play um, regularly. And he said, that I can't guarantee that for you. Um, and then Gillingham came in for me and said, well, he told me, he said, like, Gillingham, they're interested in signing you. And we said that you can speak to, speak to them if you want to. He said, we're not forcing you to go. But he was like... Um, you can, we've said we've given them permission to speak to you anyway. Um, so at the time, I was a bit, I didn't, Gillingham was League Two. I didn't want to drop to League Two again. I wanted to stay in League One. Mm. But I had another conversation with my dad, and I, I said, and we decided just to speak to them because they were very persistent at the time. Um, Martin Allen was the manager, mm. and he, 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 he said that he, he really wanted me to sign. Um, and um, he actually came to my house. I don't think no other manager in my life in my life has ever came to my house to persuade me to come to a club. He came to my house and I was thinking, no, if this guy's coming to my house, like he really wants me. Like I've got to give him some time. I have to. Like, do you get what I mean? Yeah. So um he came to my house and 
from the conversation from then, I like I was like, yeah, I, I want to play for this guy. Yeah, because he did like really well at like Barnet before, because he, he went he went back and forth to Barnet, didn't he, for ages? And then when he went to Gillingham, yeah. you guys got promoted, didn't you? In like the first year. Yeah, we did, and 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 if I'm honest with you, I didn't like sign in there. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know really? that. I'm, like obviously, I know they wanted they wanted to get promoted, but I like I think they finished eighth the year yeah. before. Yeah. Um, so when I signed there, I didn't know what to expect. I just liked him. And then obviously I met the chairman and I liked the chairman. Um, and then obviously I, I, I got taken around the club and I was like, no, nah, this is a, a good club. It's, it looks like it's going in the right direction. Um, and um, I ended up signing for Gillian, but I had another year at Brentford. I did have another year there. Uh, okay. So they didn't release me. But um, I loved it. I said at my, t- my time at Brentford, I loved it. I, I, if I stayed that year, I would have been happy to do that, but I just wanted to play more regularly. Mm, play more games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you um did you know from very early on that you were gonna get promoted in that season with uh Gillingham? Was the squad like another level compared to other League Two clubs? Um no. Um I didn't know. I didn't know. I signed on the Friday before the season started. And okay. I didn't know. My team, I didn't know nothing. Who did, was there anyone there that I knew before? I think there was a couple of players that I knew that was there before, but didn't know that it was going to get promoted. Um, I just, as I said, I just liked what Martin Hallen had to say. Um, I liked his demeanour. I liked um, yeah. how he was. And that's what convinced me to sign there. It wasn't about the team. It was more about him. Is after I grew to obviously love the team and and, and the club. Yeah. Um, do you remember that that feeling when you achieved promotion? Do you remember what, what it was like? Obviously, that's your first promotion, isn't it? Yeah. So um, basically, I think I was injured. I was I was I was injured for the game they got promoted. Right. But yeah. the game, the game that we obviously we had to win the last game of the season to win the league. Um, but the game that they got promoted, I was injured. But um, I was I, it was an amazing feeling, man. Like. Going, going, um, getting from winning the league is amazing. Um, but the promotion, I was was amazing as well. I said we had a good group, um, a good group of, of lads there. Um, very, the team spirit was very high, very, very high. It was very confident. Had a yeah. lot, a lot of good leaders and a lot of good players. So, um, that season was amazing because we we won loads of games and obviously when you're winning, it makes it loads more easier yeah. when you're winning. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I remember. Um watching Wickham against uh, against them on that was it Monday night Ali it was when it when Matt McClure that, scored on the the Sky. that was on Sky yeah, yeah I remember that yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah. Um, uh, yeah I think was it was that, like one of Ainsworth's first games and yeah I remember that thinking oh yeah they're a top team that they'll, they'll, they'll do all right yeah um so going back into League One then that that following season with them did you feel like you had a point to prove um not really I didn't I didn't I just wanted to do at that stage of I think I was 25, 26, around that age. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to um, just do the best I could. I didn't know how good how good we would do as a team. Mm-hmm. I, I knew we wouldn't get relegated, but I just didn't know how far we could go. And obviously, it depended on who we signed to obviously um, boost the team. But um, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know, but... Um, we done we done relatively well. We didn't start well, but we picked up, and um, I think we, we yeah we definitely we, we stayed up. Yeah, you played like I think was it forty three games in that season, um, and your contract yeah. was due to expire at the end of that season. Did do you have any talks yeah. about staying there, or was your mind made up about going somewhere else? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I didn't really want to leave, um, but Martin Allen got sacked, and um, Peter Taylor came in. Um, initially, he said that he 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 was interested in giving me something, but then at the end of the season, um, it didn't come about. But I don't hold no one to that. It's it's like when 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 the new manager comes in, he wants new players. He wants his players. So yeah. I understand that. I understand that. I can't. I don't hold. I don't hold grudges grudges with anyone. Um, and uh, respect his, I respect his, his football is business like as I said like you, you come into the team you want to make you want to bring your players in which is understandable yeah. do you get what I mean I understand that so um, 
I ended up um, getting released from um, from Gillingham. Yeah, and then going to, going to Southend. Uh, we'll talk about the yeah. playoff final in a bit. But Phil Brown, what was what was he like to work under? I'll tell you a little bit how I got to Southend. So basically, I was supposed to go to Oxford. I wasn't supposed to go to Southend. Oh, really? So basically, I met um, Gary Waddock. He was the he was the manager of Oxford at yeah. the time, and um, same again like um, Martin Allen. Oh, I loved what he had to say. I said, "No, this guy. I want to play for this guy." Um, it was it was it was really. He came across really well. Um, I've had, I have I had friends that's played under him too, and they said, "Yeah, no, nah, he's a good manager. Um, you'll like it." So um, I was supposed to go to Oxford, um, but um, something happened between with the contract, um, and basically my agent spoke to Southend, and basically Southend um, said they wanted to sign me, and I ended up going to. Um, Southend instead of going to Oxford. Wow, yeah, because Oxford, yeah, they were in League Two at the time as well, and they were like, 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 well, they were like odds for odds on favourites to go up as well. So yeah, yeah. so and, I was supposed to go there. I was uh, the deal. Well, I thought the deal was done, but obviously something happened, and then um, um, I didn't end up stay, signing there, and I ended up going yeah. to Southend instead. Yeah, um, I met Phil Brown. He said that he wanted to sign me. Um, and then up signing there and um Phil Brown again, good manager. Good manager. Um I, I, I enjoyed my time at South End as well. Um it's always good when you get promoted. Like like it, went, it just makes it so much easier. Um but yeah, um good manager. Met met a lot of good friends, a lot of good people at South End. Yeah. So um yeah, like it was it was an enjoyable time. Yeah, mate, that that um playoff final we went to obviously being Wickham fans, mate, it was the worst day of our lives. It was honestly, I oh, I still like get like flashbacks to Joe Piggott scoring that last minute equaliser. Honestly, mate, it was yeah. Obviously for you it was like unbelievable, but for us it was so disappointing because you know we were like clear favourites to go on and win it. It was like fifteen or so yeah. seconds left, weren't there? And then obviously, did yeah, you get the like assist that. for Joe yeah. Piggott? I can't remember. Yeah, well, I crossed it in for Barry Core to head it down to him. So, yeah, I crossed, I crossed the ball, Barry Core headed it down. And oh. Piggott scored. Yeah. yeah. And then you took a penalty, didn't you, in the shootout? Yeah, I took a penalty. I think I was number seven. Oh, what, number what's seven, it like yeah. taking a penalty in, like, obviously, in, in, a, in a final of that magnitude, Wembley? If I'm honest with you, when we equalised, I knew it was going to win. Yeah, Just we because that too. of our keeper, we, we Dan Bentley. We had Dan Bentley in goal, and yeah. he's a he's an amazing keeper. Uh, I knew. I said as soon as this game, if this goes to penalty, penalty, sorry, we're we're gonna win it because we've got him in goal. Yeah. And um, yeah, like we was lucky enough to to blessed enough to 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 win it. Like um, and the funny thing thing is, ah, uh, that Southam team. I had so many friends in that team: Aaron Pierre, Alfie Morgan, Sam, obviously Sam Woods. Um, I had loads of play- um, Marcus Bean. They were all my friends. So it was Brandon like B team. We were back uh, in the day. <laughs> that's all. This is it. This is it. So I, I knew a load of play- players in the team. So it was like, oh man, like it, it was even after the game speaking to them, it was just obviously I was on a high, but like these are still my friends. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I remember it. it was just, yeah. I just remembered like that sinking feeling when Piggott scored. And it went through um, our, our keeper's legs. I'm thinking, oh my god, this is a nightmare. But um, so yeah, did you stay on at Southend after that? I can't remember looking at my notes if you stayed on after. Yeah, yeah, had another year there. Um, had another year, but um, I, I was injured that year. I didn't play many games. Um, in that League One year, um, I was out for about four or five months. Yeah. Um, so I didn't play much, and yeah. then I ended up getting released. Yeah, and then so, you joined the uh, might the mighty Wick. What? How, how did that come about? Um, my agent again. My agent again speaking to Gareth Ainsworth um, about me coming down. Um, yeah. Went to go see him. Liked what I uh, heard and what I saw. Um, very upbeat manager. 
Mm. Um, and I just thought, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to, I want to sign here. Mm. So that's how I ended up signing at Wickham. Did you know any any players before you joined at Wick? Like I can yeah, think, so, I can Femma signed any that that summer. I should um, give you a little secret. <laughs> he signed because I signed. Really? So, I'm, I'm being so serious here. We was at Gillingham together. Yeah. Obviously, we was at Gillingham together. And obviously, he went to AFC Wimbledon. Mm. He told me that Wickham was interested in him. And I'm like, I'm signing Bale, so like... We're gonna to be together again. So like, what, what, he's like, Westy, are you sure? He's like, Westy, are you sure you're signing? I'm not gonna go. I don't want to go there by myself. I'm like, don't worry, I'm signing. I'm signing. I promise you, I'm signing. So he ended up. He ended up signing. We hope we both ended up signing together. If you yeah. ask him, he'll tell you this story. He'll tell you the story. So yeah, we signed that's together. Yeah, that's class. Yeah, that's class. That. Um, you got injured, didn't you, fairly early? Because we went to the first game against Crawley. We were talking about this before. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. yeah my, I done my, I done my groin in the first yeah. game. I was, oh, that, that, I was devastated because I was out for ages as well. I think I it was like three months. I think yeah. it was the first game of the season, and obviously, I, I feel like I would have played all the games, but I yeah, don't you know if you remember we had so many injuries. We like we had so many injuries. At mm. first, I think Luko Nine was injured. We had like seven injuries. There was so yeah. much injuries and long injuries as well. Yeah, we didn't have. So then that's why I think the Gaffer had to um, bring in loads of players because we had so many injuries. Yeah, I remember. So yeah, that was a little bit of a setback for me. Um, at, um, at, um, yeah, at Wickham, but yeah, it was it's still good though, man. It was still good. The only thing was it was so far like for me. I was, I was traveling from Dartford, and oh. basically it wasn't it wasn't that far. It was just the traffic on M25 was crazy yeah. every yeah. single day. Yeah, every mm. single day it was just crazy for me. I had to leave so early to get in. How so that's the only thing that was killing me. Yeah. How soon did you know that you wanted to leave Wickham? But was it fairly early on? Because of obviously that that uh, that commute. No, I didn't. I didn't want. I I I I didn't want to leave um, initially. Um, but basically, at the end of the season, Ebsley, um they they came in for me. My agent told me, and that li- that was literally around the corner from my yeah. house. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, this is the, to, to be honest, it was the journey was a lot to do with me leaving because it was like taking me two hours to get in and two hours to get home. Mm-hmm. So I was in the car for so long, and I was like, it was just killing me. It was killing me. So I was just thinking. Yeah. Um, when they came in, I wasn't even sure I wanted to go there either because it was I, I, like at that stage of my career, I never played in the national league, so I was all, I've always played in the league. And speaking to Bayo again, like I was just like I needed advice. We spoke. We even that, that year we went on holiday together, like my family and his family, and on holiday we were just talking about it and saying what. We should do. Obviously, he didn't want me to leave because I'm leaving him too. You know what I mean? So, so uh-huh. he didn't want me to leave, but he just like Wesley. You just got to do the best for you. What's 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 the best thing for me for for you? And um, I ended up um, deciding to leave. Mm. Um, I had another year left at Wickham as well. So, um, mm. and then that 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 was the year that Wickham ended up going getting promoted. But I just feel like. Every move I've made, I've, I've I've made the right move. I, no regrets. I don't look back. Like, yeah. No, no regrets. No regrets. Um, how did Ainsworth take that when you said that you wanted to leave? Um, he didn't want me to go. He didn't want me to go. Mm. Um, and if I'm honest, I did have like I was I was going through family problems, like um, right. a, a little a couple of family things, and obviously he's family orientated, so I feel mm. like he understood. He understood where I was coming from. So um, um, he was very understanding, very understanding, which I appreciate. Because remember... sometimes I think, go on, sorry. No, sorry, Karen, Karen Marsh, yeah. I was going to say, like, sometimes I think that people forget that we're human. Like, we, even though we're footballers, like, yeah. we're human as well. Like, we, we go through things in life and, and sometimes it gets lost in all the other stuff. But he was very understanding and, mm. and um, he, I appreciated that. Yeah. 
Um, I remember when the news broke out that, that you were going, I think a lot of Wickham fans felt the same as, as us too, because we were like, oh, like if, if he stayed fit, like he could have been such an important player for us. Because we saw like glimpses of like what you yeah. could do. Like was it was against Plymouth, both home and away, we thought, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a good player. And then Spurs, which is like mm. one of the best moments um, of our club's history, when you went past Eric Dyer. I yeah. think Eric Dyer's still chasing you, I think, mate. Um, and then yeah, the yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so do you remember much about, about that, that Spurs game? Um, yeah, man, I, like my whole family supports Tottenham, and oh. it was all there, so yeah, so it was it was an amazing day for me, man. Like, I think it was mixed emotions when we went 3 2 up, but I don't know if they was happy for me or not, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, that is mad because they, they all support Tottenham. Like, I think there's only about three that support Arsenal, and the rest of Tottenham is crazy. <laughs> so, my family, yeah, it's mad. So, That's they mad. were all there as well. I remember getting so many tickets for them. I got so much tickets, and they all came to the game. So, um, I was just happy that I came on, man. I was just happy that I came on. That it was, it was like when you when you play in League Two and that, you don't really get to play in them stadiums like in mm. front of them fans and, and stuff. So it was, it was a, true, a true blessing to even be part of it, man. Like, mm. I always think, like, I'm, I'm one to think of, like, the positives because there's players that didn't get to come on. I know they they um, they um got to be on the bench and that, but everyone wants to come on and I was just thankful mm. that I got I got brought on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, We, we, went, to that, we went to that game and were we, mm. was it three... Was it 3 0 at half time? 2 0 up at half time. What yeah, do you remember about that half time team talk from Gareth? Like, what did he say to you, boys, in there? Being 2 0 up against Tottenham at half time. Do you remember? Just continue doing what you I think it was just continue doing what you're doing, you know, like, yeah. um, just enjoy the game. I think before the game, he was just saying, enjoy the game. Like, this is a free hit, basically. Yeah. It's just a free hit. Um, <laughs> and um, I think that's what we did, man. I think. We we really we really did well that game, man. I know that we didn't win and they came back, but we still defended. We tried to defend for our lives. The, mm. the them last couple five five minutes, yeah. but when they brought they brought quality on, and sometimes when you bring quality on, it's hard to stop, man. It's hard yeah. to stop. That's when they're they bought, in the frame for a reason. Yeah, when they brought on um, Son and Ali, I thought, oh, here we go, for God's sake. But um. Oh, yeah, I, I, I remember us being in the uh, the concourse at half time, thinking, "Oh my god, has, has that just happened?" It was honestly mate, one of the best Dream, moments yeah. we've had supporting Wickham. So yeah, it was amazing. Um, so then there's, after Wickham, you went to Ebbsfleet. Um, yeah. How long were you there for? Was it three or four years? Three years. I was at Ebbsfleet for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Three years. Um, I enjoyed. I said like, I enjoyed it there as well. Got into the playoffs first season. Lost in the semi-finals. Um, second season didn't do as well, but still was enjoyable. Um, and my Ebbsfleet manager, um, the guy, um, the manager, sorry, that took me to Ebbsfleet is my manager now. So um, yeah, I've been with him for a moment. Darren McMahon. So I've been with him for a, a, a while, man. I've been with him for a while. So yeah, it's how good. Um, it's good. How hard is it? Is it obviously we we sit from an outsider's point of view, but how hard is it playing in the uh, National League? Because obviously it's not meant to get out of. You see, like Wrexham and all that. I think it's harder. I think it's, it's harder than League One and League Two. If I'm honest with you, yeah. Well, I'd say the top, the top of the National League, is the same as the bottom of the league as the bottom of League Two. So the twelve mm-hmm. down from League Two is the same as the twelve up from the National really? League. I think if if you put the twelve in the if you swapped it would be the same. Mm. That's mad. Yeah. Because if you see that there's big teams in the National League, there's Barnet, there's South End that just got dropped dropped down. Um, there's um, who else has been Wrexham, in there man? Wrexham are like Wrexham, Wrexham, Notts County, even down Chester, there. Notts County, Chesterfield. Yeah. These teams are big teams. Like, do you get what I mean? So it's not easy to get out, and only two go up, one automatic and one for the playoffs. So it's so mm. hard to, and four go down. So it's 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 really hard to get out of. So. And I, as I said, I think, yeah, the bottom of League Two and the top of the National League, they, they if you swapped, they'll be the same. Yeah, that is mad. Yeah, um, so and you stop- can see that even even teams that teams that go up into League Two, they do they go up again and they do really well. Like, do you get what I mean? Bristol yeah, Rovers, yeah, yeah, Bristol Rovers, mm-hmm. even Sutton last season. 
they got almost um, Sutton, yeah. This is it. That's what this I think will happen it, to so... Wrexham, you know. Yeah. Wrexham will go up. If they go up this year, oh, yeah, they they'll go up it. again. Yeah. They, Massive um, club. they got a good team. Yeah. they got a good team. And then you, you followed uh, Daryl McMahon to Dagenham. Was he a big reason you going there? Um, yes, it was. It was him. Um, the gaffer, um, I got on really, I get on really well with the gaffer. Um, uh, I think he's going to be a great coach, um, and definitely manage higher. Um, basically, he was at Macclesfield and then, um, went to Dagenham and said, I was, I was having a great season at, um, Ipswich at the time. The team wasn't doing the greatest, but personally, um, I was doing well. And then he basically um said, "Would I come to Dagenham?" Um, and I ended up um yeah going to Dagenham, and I've been there ever since. Yeah, what's it been like down there? Because they've had I've seen they put a new stand in now, where they used to be just like kind of almost a open terrace. How's it going? Um, down it's, there? It's, I I really enjoy it. It's, it's it's been really good. Um, very ambitious club. Um, want to get out of the league as well as we just discussed. Um, so yeah. Um, I feel like. They the, the 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 they got the right things in place to get out of the league, but the league's hard. It's not easy league to get out of, but um they they they're very ambitious, very ambitious. Sorry, and they want to get out of the league. So yeah, oh, fair enough. I mean, you're coming. So we'll start talking about kind of other things now. But you're coming towards sort of the end of your career. Um, you're doing a bit of work at charity. We just touch on that for a second. I saw on your Twitter you're doing some volunteer work, uh, free volunteering matters or something in your hometown of Lewisham. Um. What does that entail? Yes, so basically, um, I'm a I'm an ambassador for a men's mental health team called Saving Souls, which one of my friends run. Um, yeah. So, um, it's like a it's like a safe space for men to come play for free. Um, they they're they're in a league. Um, they won the league last season, I should say, but it's just a safe space for men to come um, to talk. To play football, and just um, yeah, so to support support men because, um, as you know that like there's a lot of pressures in life I'd say, um, and um, I think everyone needs help in in their own way, and and this is a a, a way that um will help men with with problems and stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited what um to be a part of it. Do you get know what I mean? Mm. How do you get into it? So basically, I said one of my friends um, um, run, runs it. Mm. So um, he just asked me if I wanted to get involved, um, and I said, "Yeah, man. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I feel like we've all suffered with mental health in our own way. Mm. Um, we've all gone, we've all got our own problems, um, and I don't feel like." one person's problems is bigger than the other person's problems. I think all problems need to be um have help and, and, and try to be solved. And I feel like everyone needs support um regardless of the situation as well. Mm. I feel and, and this is definitely something I think that will help um um support men and, and he is making a woman's team as well. So I think they're in a the process of making it a woman's team and a woman's forum for um exactly the same as the men to have to have a space for women to play football and support and and stuff like that so um yeah i'm 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 very proud to be a part of that um it's called saving souls fc and um yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm proud to be a part of that is that something you're kind of looking to do going forward more as well or are you looking um, yeah, definitely one, i'd say definitely one of the things i've also got um uh my own company um, it's called Elevate FFM. It's um coaching, it's it's football fitness and mentoring, um, which I which I, I run. Um and mm. I just feel like I, I made the company because I feel like there's a lot of people that needs help as again, not not only football wise, mentoring wise. I feel like I've I've played professional football for 16 years and I've got a lot of um um, I've got a lot of experience and I've got a lot of knowledge to give back to the people that need it. Um, it's not just, and, and that's, that's all all ages. It's not um, for young people. It's for people of of all ages, um, all races, all genders. It doesn't matter. Um, 
and I just feel like I'm the oldest in my team in Dagenham. I feel like I, I speak to a lot of the young boys and try to help them through situations they're in now. So it's quite natural to me. And and that's one of the reasons why I made the company because I feel like, um, yeah, I want to help. I want to help people. I want to help people in the way that I, I know best and, and, and through my experiences, um, good and bad. So, yeah. How can uh, people find this company or get in contact or, you know, um, get on Instagram, I've, I've got um, obviously my email addresses and, and numbers and stuff mm. that I can give um, for people to, to get in contact with me. Because, um, um, as I said, because I, I'm, I'm coming to the, even though I feel like I can play for many, many years, I feel mm. real fit still. Um, God willing, I will continue to play for long. But um, it's still good to get into the, to get into a transition now just put the wheels in motion now for when I do decide to retire even if it's not for now mm. I want um, I, and, and I feel like as footballers we got loads of time man we got yeah. loads of time and I started late like I feel like I started late I should have done something like this years and years ago um, we, we feel like because we got because we, we play football and we waste a lot of time, which I feel like it goes, it comes and goes so quick. And mm. I told this to all the young boys in my team now, do something now. Don't just depend on football. Like the contracts we're getting off two years and three years max. Mm. So after them two years are up, what, what are you going to do after that? You might not get another deal. Do you get what I mean? So I feel like we have to be prepared, whether it's doing your coaching badges, whether it's getting into something different, different that you want to get into. I, I'd always... Um, suggest to don't just depend on football like go and do something else and that was told to me when I was young but I just didn't take it in I took it in when I was when I was grown like I think like 28 I went and got my, my coaching badges um, I could have got them real, real early but um, yeah so oh, that's for this year were you still looking to be playing football with uh, the stuff on the side is like coaching professionally something you want to go into or maybe management at all or? um Possibly coaching, yes. I, I think I would, I would, I would, I would go into coaching, but I, mm. I see myself more as a mentor. Like I, 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 I like that avenue because, as I said, I feel like I've got a lot of knowledge to give. Especially I've, mm. I've done, I've, as I said, I've been a scholar at a prom club. I've got, I've, I've had a pro at a prom club, and there's a lot of young boys that have been through what I've been through that really ain't got support there or, or ain't got no one to speak to or maybe not have the, the family um, support that they need um, around them and that's why I've created this because I want to eventually be the support for um, the people that re really need it and it, it as I said it don't have to be um, young boys it could be men like grown men it could be play pe people that's even playing now like, do you get what I mean because I feel like everyone needs help. Everyone needs help. And some people are not brave enough to come and say that they need help. Do you mm. get what I mean? Some people are too proud to ask for help. And that's why I, I, I want to I wanna create this company so people can be co confident enough to come out and, 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 and I can guide and help them the way that I know best how to. That's really good, man. It's really, really nice. That's to brilliant, mate. That's class. Yeah. After this, we'll um, share that that um information and that team's like have they got twitter and instagram you say i've got instagram and i've got um i'll use my email address yeah, yeah. we'll um share yeah, that after this number. yeah definitely definitely yeah. um so we're coming towards the end of it now miles and at the end of our um, interviews of our guests we normally do some quick fire questions uh we say they're quick fire yeah. but they're never like quick fire guests and like two or three minutes to answer them but um we do try our best to get it done as, as quick as possible so there's a few questions um the first question is the best player that you played with in your career best player i played with in my career i'm gonna say bail i'm gonna say bail that's fair he's, he's, he's my brother um, <laughs> yeah like what he's what he's done and, and and achieved in his career, oh, I don't man. think anyone thought he would do that. I don't think anyone thought he oh. would do that. So um, no, I'm definitely gonna say Bale. Like he, he like he's he's an amazing person. 
um, if you if if you know him, and he's achieved an amazing thing. I don't think he. I don't even think he thought he was going to play in the championship. Do you get what I mean? Or in the championship as well. Or in the championship as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like and and as I said, he's he's helped me massively in my career, mm. um, and even the things that he can do. A lot of people say, "Oh, he's strong," and but he's good with his feet. Very good. Yeah, he's a baller, mate. You know what I mean, yeah, like people, people don't really give him the credit that he deserves. Yeah. When it comes to the ball being at his feet, but it's... yeah, man, he's amazing with his feet as well. So yeah, now I'm gonna say Bale. Definitely. His mate, his, his first touch is mad. Like even after playing for Wigan for like three or four years, it's still like you still think like, how does the ball just stick to him? He's honestly like. Yeah, he's an absolute legend for us as well. Is he there? And you kind of see it even with him gone from Wickham this season. Right? It's one of the few, there's well, a fair few reasons we're not doing too well right now. But it's definitely a big gap that was left by him, you know? Definitely. He's a very unique presence. Definitely. But I don't know if we'll ever see the likes of again in football. Yeah. Great. No, definitely. Because I, I feel like it's not just on the pitch, it's off the pitch. He gives a lot off the pitch. That's yeah. the that's the thing I think that people underestimate him as well because he's a big character off the pitch as well. And um, he he's got a lot of respect. He's got a lot of respect, and um, yeah, man, he, he I, I can I can tell that he he's definitely a big miss. He'll be a big miss in any team, I'd yeah. say. Um, the best manager that you played under. Um, some good ones. I'm to gonna be say, fair. yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna say, um. Two, I'm gonna say two manager, two managers. I'm gonna say Martin Allen. He was one of my best managers for the fact that he came to my house, yeah. um, and the way that he was so confident, he just believed that we was gonna beat everyone, and I loved that. Like he would go into every team, every game, note like thinking we're gonna win, like convincingly, regardless of the team that he put out, and I loved that about him, like. He, he could change the team and 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 win like it was it was it was amazing the way that his his confidence, and I would say my manager now, um, even though he's really young man, I feel like he's very vibrant, um, and he's a he's he's a he's a good manager, um, and I feel like as I said, he, he's gonna go on to manage definitely higher at some good clubs because um, the way um what he's doing now is is, is amazing and um I think he's a great manager. Mm. Best player that you played against. Best player that I played against. Not Eric Dyer. No, <laughs> uh, I would say I'm gonna say Saul Campbell. You know, like mm. I don't know if this counts. I played against. Well. Where was I? I, I? I think it was obviously Arsenal when he was at Arsenal. I played against Sol Campbell, but he was so big, man. And I played. I think I came on up front as well. Like he was just towering over me, and I was like, "Oh my god, how did these guys in the Prem play against this guy? He was so big. Yeah. Like I just, I just can just, can just feel the shadow over you, <laughs> like yeah. when, when the back the ball and that. <laughs> so I, I play, um, yeah, Sol Campbell. He was amazing. Yeah, what yeah. player? Um. The best moment in your playing career so far? Um, I'm going to give you two. Um, the first one was scoring a hat-trick for Antigua. Mm. That, moment, like, that moment was amazing for me. Um, that was my, that's been my only hat-trick I've scored in my career, but scoring a hat-trick for your country um, was pretty special for me. Um, and... I think do you know what getting promoted man like I was uh, that 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 moment for me both promotions like mm. I feel like going up through the playoffs amazing and winning the league's amazing um so yeah getting having a promotion in, in on my on my um having two promotions I should say um is amazing cuz some people never get promoted mm-hmm. so um yeah, I was blessed to have two. I think, yeah, they're, 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 they're my, my best moments. The biggest regret in your career, if you've got any? I know you said that you didn't have any regrets. I don't I don't, I don't have any regrets. Uh, I feel like, as I said, I've, I've, I've done what I'm supposed to be. I've done the path I've taken is the, the path I'm supposed to take. So I don't have no regrets. I'm just thankful for 
even being blessed to play as long as I have. Mm-hmm. The best advice that you've received in your career from anyone? It can be a player, it can be a manager. I would say... Um, best advice... Um, work on yourself I'd say work on yourself whether it's that whether that's mentally or physically um, make sure that you're 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 right make sure that you're right because I I feel like a lot of people um, they they don't know themselves they don't know themselves like they I've, I've grown to know myself with age but when I was younger now I would have never done some of the things that I, uh, I would I would have done. I've just grown in character and um, mentally and physically. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah. I know my body, so like even like recovery wise, I know what I need. I think when I was younger, I didn't know that either. So like, um, yeah, I think get to know yourself uh, mentally and physically, and make sure that you you you, you keep yourself right mentally and physically as well. I'd say great answer that. Um. If you could go back and give one bit of advice to your younger self, what would it be and why? Probably quite similar to my younger self. Um, don't waste time. I think as footballers, we waste so much time. Um, like training's pretty quick, done quick, pretty quick. So maybe start at 10.30, finish at 12.30. Mm-hmm. And then after the rest of the day, not doing anything. So I'd say utilise your time. Um, know yourself as well the quicker you know yourself the better you'll be um, and um, yeah try try and um, just try and be the best version of yourself man like I said I feel like with age um, growth comes but the quicker you can grow the better you'll be I'd say as well the quicker you can grow the better you can be because as I said like I get like you've got to go through things to know yourself but the quicker you, you 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 go through them or the quicker you know yourself the better version of yourself you'll be I'd say yeah. and then the final question is describe your career in one word which a lot of guests do struggle with Miles to be fair so it can be um, like two um, or three <laughs> easy blessed very blessed, blessed. I'm, I'm very very blessed like to have to even have the opportunity to play as long as I've I've played to um, play for the clubs I've played for, to play for the managers, to play with the teammates. I just feel thankful. I'm thankful. Just thankful really. Yeah. Like for yeah. the for the for the opportunities I've had. So no, amazing. Amazing answers. Well Mars, it's been brilliant talking to you tonight. Um and obviously best of luck with whatever happens. I'm sure you'll be successful no matter what you do. Um so yeah good luck with everything and thank you for uh, joining us tonight. No problem, man. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you.